we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. My name is Simone Roche, and welcome to this our mini box set on Allyship, sponsored by our Mawson Group. Mawson Group has an outstanding reputation for delivering consultancy, design, technology, training, screening, and people solutions around the world. Revenues of over a billion pounds headquartered right here in the North and operating across the UK, the US, and Canada, and now Australia. In this three-episode box set, we're going to be talking to brilliant leaders and role models about allyship, something that is so important. And we started this conversation earlier in the year when we had a fantastic webinar talking about like the importance of allyship and actually the actions that you can take. And But don't worry, you can catch up because the link will be in the show notes. But we're going to be talking about allyship in recruitment allyship in action and allyship in industry. And on this, our very first episode, we're going to be talking to Adrian Adair. Adrian's someone I've known for many years and is the CI, COO, sorry, gosh, I was almost giving you a, a an extra role there, Adrian, um, of Mawson Group. Welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. Thank you. And, you know, we talk about diverse organizations are 45% more likely to improve their market share and 35% more likely to financially outperform their industry's national average. And candidates with more minority identified names receive 30 to 50% fewer callbacks and job offers. So just setting the scene there on, on talking about allyship in recruitment. And I know that, you know, sort of placing people first and inclusive recruitment from interview to offering onboarding is really heart of what you're doing. And Mawson are the third largest engineering recruitment company in the world, which is amazing, which I was so proud of from here in the North, uh, which is no mean feat. But you know, we're, we're in challenging times, aren't we? You know, the, the world seems to be changing on a, a six-monthly basis at the moment. And recruiting for an industry that is traditionally not as inclusive and diverse as others, how does Mawson look at positively changing the industry? I think, I think from our perspective, obviously, uh, you know, we're a family, family-formed business. Uh, our CEO, Jenny, we've met, um, you know, founders, founders' son. And I think, you know, d- doing that, we're obviously, as a family, you, you look after one, everyone and, and everyone feels, feels welcome. And I think, you know, we've taken that sort of philosophy to a lot of our customers, um, over the years. And I think just working with them, you know, on, 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 on some of the smallest things in the recruitment process through to the bigger things in terms of sort of helping support the way job adverts are written, I think is, is, is the first initial barrier, the language that's used, the screening, you know, techniques that are being used along the way the interviewing techniques um you know if you can what what we try and aim to do and you've met a lot of my uh my clever colleagues uh they're all i'm proud to say they're all northern power women as well you know what what they've (laughs) you know they've done over the years you know so i think they're always sort of pushing and advancing each of those areas of the candidate journey ultimately for for organizations if you can get more people more diverse people as you said in the funnel as well at the start you know, that makes a real impact on the business. And I think 
you know, a number of organisations have been on that journey over the last few years, and I think um, they're seeing the results of it, which I think I think helps others, uh, other organisations, in terms of amending their behaviours and doing different things. And we always talk about things about practical things, and every podcast that we do, we always have like a cheat sheet that goes along with it. But what is that one practical takeaway that you can give to those who may not have a background in recruitment but are looking to grow their workforce and ensuring that they've got no hidden biases, you know, to perpetuate the, the recruitment, you know, and, and that goes from every size of organization, whether they be a micro, you know, an SME to corporates. Um, have you got any top tips, Adrian? You must ask something up your sleeve. Yeah, I think it sounds really basic, but but I think the language that you use in adverts is is probably, if you think about the candidate journey, that's the, that's the first sort of point in the journey. And I think that's where you can turn on or turn off a big population of people where you advertise, you know, again, is sort of either closing doors or opening doors. So that so sounds really basic, but that is my, that's the number one area, because if you're not getting the people in at that start of that journey, then the, then the rest is, 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 you know, irrelevant, really. So yeah, that's my very basic, but number one tip. And I think speak to the experts, you, you've got a good network um, of, of, of organisations that have been through this. Uh, been on this journey. We've obviously got a, a number of a number of experts as well that that work with organisations, right from uh, you know the, the the tech startups that we work with through to the the huge PLCs. And there's you know it's a journey. We've talked about it in previous sort of uh, on previous occasions that you know it's evolution of that. There's no sort of end game for us really. And I think you know, no matter where you are on the journey, there's always an area that you can improve, really. So I think talk, talk to the experts. Basic one is is, is the first one, adverts uh, and language uh, and where you sort of place those. And and then the other one is, is seek expertise, really, because there's lots of knowledge that can help. And it's interesting, you know, we, as you know, are a micro business, uh, but obviously punch way above our weight and we went on a a recruitment journey this this year looking for people and we I I remember um, I interviewed a lady called Shirley Houston on the podcast earlier this year fantastic and one of my top takeaways from her was um, you know she was I'm a um, an adult wheelchair user and I always ask is don't don't put a ramp in because I'm in a wheelchair put a ramp in because it may benefit somebody who's carrying a heavy load or uh, someone who's carrying an injury or is pregnant or is you know whatever the reason don't just do it for that and um it's the same with one of the things that she advised me was actually make every not every advert that you put out there in your recruitment process an audio nomination um you know an audio submission as well and and, and we've been working a lot about neurodiversity i know that audio transcribe uh, you know audio uh, version as well of the adverts can help make inclusive is that something that you've worked wider on is around alternative ways and enhanced and innovative ways to to communicate yeah i think i think you've got to communicate in as many different forms as possible really a for the audience you know people sort of take information in different ways really so i think if you can communicate on multiple levels whether it be audio whether it be video i'll give a little plug to an organization called uh recite me uh that again uh we've worked with for for a number of years and 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 they they support that they've got the technology that really does support support that um you know right through from you know uh, dyslexic candidates if you've got any visual impairments, so, so again, you know, using a using a smart technology um, to sort of support you with that. There, there are lots out there, but certainly we've we've supported Recite Me for a number of years now. And 
we we know and we see and we read that younger generations are prioritizing culture and purpose within organizations over profit or over salary, you know, making it doubly important in building that type talent, talent pipeline. Um, what else can organizations be doing to ensure that they're creating an environment where everyone can thrive, not just, you know, certain groups or characteristics? So I think, I think the sort of purpose over pay is one of my favorite topics. Um you know, I, th- I think I get asked constantly at the moment, you know, because wage inflation, you know, cost of living, you know. But actually, when you look at, you know, and you survey candidates as we do in the thousands regularly, um, actually, that whole purpose piece is is key. And I think it's got to be authentic as well. You can't just say it anymore. Um, you know, you've got to actually live and breathe it. And I think I think that links into the culture piece that we've just talked about. If you can get that culture Right. Uh, the other, the other famous one that's going around at the moment is, uh, quiet quitting that was a TikTok, uh, sensation. Um, and, and people sort of talk to me about, well, why, why, what's happening here? I think that there has always been that element of, of sort of quiet quitting, work to real, whatever you want to call it, doing, doing the bare minimum. Um, but I don't think I, I point back at culture every time I get asked this question, um, because if you've got the culture right in your organization and people, people feel like they're making a difference, making an impact in the organization they work for the people they work with and communities they work in. I think actually you get a super engaged workforce that, you know, will do all the right things, um, behave in the right way. And, you know, it links to recruitment. You won't struggle to recruit people because actually people want to work in that type of environment. And, um, you know, I say a lot, I feel very lucky, you know, uh, you can tell I'm passionate about this one. Um, I, I feel very lucky in the organization that I work for that, you know, we've, we've been, we've been doing this for 50 years. That culture's baked in, you know, so I think and evolving and changing as the world changes, but it makes it far easier to come from a solid platform um, rather than just saying we're, we're going to do these things. Now that doesn't mean you can't change culture, you know, you know, again, a point, you know, I work closely with our group HRD, um, Katie, another, another power. Um, she, um, you know, she's really sort of looked at and listened to, to our teams. And again, we've always, we've always done that, which makes it easier. But I think as teams change, you know, we've got five generations in a workforce. It's not, it's not easy to sort of create that environment. Um, but, you know, that's the key to inclusivity. If you've got an inclusive environment, you've got the culture out for everyone, really. But I think listening, I think listening to the, to your people in your organisation is, is is key in that sense. So there's our top tip. Got my soapbox. There you, do, you do, but, but that's what it is. But that's what it's about, passing on that practical knowledge, passing on those things that people can action. So, you know, when we're talking about recruitment and allyship, I think my takeaways from this bite-sized podcast of episode one is, is about language, it's about listening, and it's about culture and making sure that it is fully northern bread baked in shall we say adrian thank you so much for joining us on episode one thank you so much for mawson group for powering up this episode as we power into 2023 and start talking about being you be an ally be an ally about recruitment join us next week when we'll be joined by our next conversation where we're talking about allyship in action with dr marilyn Comrie, obe um thanks adrian for joining us thank you and thank you my name is simone Rose. You've been listening to the Northern Power Women podcast, a What Goes on Media production. Oh.